Uh. So my people's one time. What up, what up, what up? Ladies and gentlemen, the Mod Squad is back at it again. Uh, this is Across the Intersection Podcast. This is AJ. I'm in here with Eve and A. What's going on, y'all? Hey, what's up? Hey, y'all. Hey, Smeezy. So, all right, everybody. So, if you're listening and you can say, hey, wait a minute. They sound like they're at three different locations. So, we're we're trying something different this week. Uh, <laughs> we, we're, we're trying three to utilize... We're trying to utilize technology. Um, so, yeah. So, as you guys know, a couple weeks ago, Eva relocated. So, she's out of pocket doing her theesy. And uh, Avery just decided any chance he gets, he just wants to Same skip my time. name. Start over. Same oh, my name. Um, but as Thanks, always, you can, uh, <laughs> as always, you can ingest this wonderful podcast on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, and Google Play, uh, Stitcher. Tune in radio and SoundCloud. Um, please follow us on social media on Facebook uh, across the intersection. Uh, we are on Twitter at across this. And if you want to hit us all up on the Grizzam, uh, follow us at Dive Media on the Grizzam. I am at on all platforms at Divinimus, D I V E N O M O U S. And I am still at e to the v to the over on twitter so yeah so um oh and and as always don't forget to check out the new website we mentioned it last week go check us out at divemedia.co that is dot co because we co cool you like how i did that oh my god cool it's, it's short for cool you go try that <laughs> <laughs> now nah, go go check out the website everybody please go you know support the website we we want to get links we want to get clicks i'm all about click baiting you no nah, i'm kidding now nah, go go check out the website like i said it's uh it's an opportunity to see what we're doing there's some articles on there i forgot to mention that last week so we are we're actually writers at heart um that's funny that's how i actually met eva because we both used to oh write for the union Back take in the them day. all the way back in the day. Yeah, this is actually a, a really dope segue because somebody asked me earlier today how I met you. I forget who was asking me. Dang, was it? Yeah, it was either it was either earlier today or, or yesterday evening. It was in the last twenty four hours. I was just yeah. saying something like, "Oh yeah, you know she's you know she's out of state now and so on and so." And they're like, "Yeah, how do you know her? Did y'all go to college together or something?" And I, I had to think for a minute. I was like, "Where the heck did I meet Eva, man?" That's a good question. I like, I don't even remember. I know that when I first moved to the Washington area, in terms of my writing, I was with What's the Word? Right. I, I, remember, I remember that with Chemo. Yeah. 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 Chemo Dockett, who had What's the Word um, uh, around the turn of the century. I know we're dating ourselves. But <laughs> that was when Chemo had that Christian magazine on Howard's camp. I wrote for What's the Word for a while. And then after that, I got into some article writing with Union and with um, some other people. And then after that, so I don't remember where you stepped in. I think we met because Madge, because if I'm not mistaken, we all were like Union Local 202, Union Local this, remember that? And I think Madge was like, yo, of course, everybody called me D back then. Yo, D, there's a sister in that area too. And he was like, do you know Eve the Zealot? And I was like, who is that? (laughs) Oh my gosh. You gonna put my pen name out there? Oh, oh my god. I'm sorry. Gosh, that was 
if the zealot was my yeah, friend, that, that was so y'all want to do a Google search? Go 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 oh, go, no. go find that heat. But yeah, anyway, so make, somebody had just asked me in the last twenty four hours about that. I thought that was dope. So it's it's going yeah. on twenty but, years but that I've known. Uh, that's the thing, the and it's one. like that. But but that's the thing. It's it's weird. Like that's a that's a long time. Like I don't know if you experienced that as well, Avery. Where you look up and then you, it's at the point where there's certain people that you don't even remember when you met them. Mm. <laughs> or have you had that? He's like, I don't really care experience? when I met y'all. <laughs> oh, okay. You want me to agree? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, yeah, sure. Yeah, I really don't remember the first time I met AJ, and I don't remember the first time I met Avery either. So. Yeah, like I don't remember the first time I met you. I just remember kind of how it, you know, how the connection happened. Oh, you know what? Now I remember. Now I remember. It was related to the union, which, for those who don't know, is a um, urban, you know, ministry out in Detroit. It, no, but I actually do mean urban. I don't. I hate when people repurpose that <laughs> word. So, um, but yeah, it's an urban uh, uh, ministry out in Detroit, doing great things even to this day. But yeah, you're right because I remember I met you at Prince George's Mall. Yep, that's yeah. Wow, that's because a throwback. It was yeah. We were, we were I think there was some project that Jason Wilson wanted wanted us to work on or something, and we got together right then, and that's when we started our first radio broadcast. And then I met Avery through you. So I, now that now I remember and, that. And by radio broadcast, you mean it was it was it was not terrestrial. It was um, it what was the name of that uh former radio show we did aj oh you mean um the infiltration that joint yeah infiltration uh-huh. so yeah <laughs> crazy man was that was, internet uh, radio I yeah that was, was internet remember back in those days that was before podcasting and you know a lot of the things that a lot of the platforms that exist now so the only radio there was you know besides terrestrial radio and satellite was internet radio and a lot of people they come up with their own internet radio stations. Uh, AJ, do you remember what station we were with? I have no idea what we were. I was on that yeah. real player, real player. <laughs> <laughs> ran Netscape Navigator, can never get it to start. Oh, oh my man. god, Netscape Navigator! You're taking us all the way back. But yeah, yeah okay, a, cool. That's cool. a throwback. Well, yeah. since we're in the throwback mode, I, I don't remember how I got to, to meet Avery. I know we were in the same organization back in um in, in uh, the college. Still saying days. my name, brother. Still oh, saying man, my name. I'm gonna have to work this. I'm I'm, I'm gonna have to work it out my system. <laughs> I'm gonna have to work it out my system, man. What what, what are we gonna talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all doxing. <laughs> <laughs> we got to come up with some pseudonyms. I am uh I'm I'm James Cleary. So anyway, but it was through the same organization. We were a part of a Christian organization, a Christian fraternity, back in the uh, back in the good old days. I think I was a few. Did years you guys step? Yeah, unfortunately, I did. Um, you did step. Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> and uh, but I I think I was a couple years ahead of Avery, and because I didn't really know Avery, but I knew people that knew Avery. And wow, man, how how the heck did I meet Avery? I don't remember, but I know it was some some event through that Christian fraternity that 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 we met, and so again that was around the same time, probably twenty years ago now. So, yeah, man, it's been a it's been a long time. So we just walked you all down memory lane. Did um, digging everybody all kinds of history and yeah, everybody getting all names their feelings and now. places and 
<laughs> so they Old can trace so they can trace you. <laughs> oh man. But um yeah, so you know, we 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 don't want to be on here too long tonight. We we're, we're just testing out, you know, new technology and if it sounds a little janky, you know, give us give us a moment. I don't got Steve Jobs money right now. Ah, you like I'm I'm neither does Steve Jobs considering that he is now six feet under. True. Dive Media is not yet a billion dollar or no trillion dollar, excuse me. Apple became a trillion dollar corporation a couple months ago. Um but we're wow, just testing a out. trillion? Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I believe it was trillion. Wasn't it trillion? Yeah. Trillion? Yeah. Remember we did an episode of we talked about it. Man, y'all in one ear. No, out the I next. don't no no. No, no, trillion. I believe it was trillion. Now you got me questioning my joint. Yeah, I thought I... yeah, trillion is on a different level. I believe it was trillion, but anyway, we, I don't. Okay, maybe it wasn't. I, I think I it know. even takes a million years to count to a trillion. So, <laughs> trillion is on another level. All right, you know what? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do a, a quick search while we're doing that. But I, I do believe that's the case. But even if it isn't, whatever. Apple can sponsor me anytime. By the way, just figure I'll put that out there. Anytime you want to sponsor, you can sponsor Apple. But um, so just so we can sound like we actually do a for real podcast, um, I figured we could talk about one quick thing before we shut it down tonight. Because um, by the way, folks, listen, we even trying a new night. Normally we we record on the weekend, so we trying a a new night this week. So it's it's all new for us tonight. Um, your friend and mine. Kanyezy, um, he was on SNL last week. Um, he hosted SNL and he was the musical guest. And so for those of you who don't know, he came out rocking the MAGA joint, um, which is his prerogative, you know, whatever. It's his prerogative. I'm neither, I'm on that, I'm on that Joshua 10. I'm like the angel of the Lord. I'm neither for him nor against him. Um, Would you remind the listening audience what MAGA is? Making America greasy again. <laughs> no, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, no, America's always been greasy. Um, making America great again is it's the slogan of our 45th president. Yeah, make um, America great again. Hashtag MAGA. So he, he came out rocking that joint and he gave a spiel during the show. And then apparently he gave a a long diatribe after the show, um, and some of the you know of course some of the studio audience wasn't feeling it, and some of the um, cast wasn't feeling it. I believe Keenan Thompson, he's one of the you know one of the, one of the tokens on that joint. He um, was interviewed Ooh, by Seth Meyers. Oh. I mean, come on, we just keeping it one hundred, you know. Every generation they they got their Chris Rock. This is he's just this generation Chris Rock. Um, but he, he, I know he was interviewed by Seth Meyers and he was saying how he felt like, um, Kanye kept them all hostage while he went on this long rant about, you know, trying to unify the country and Trump ain't a bad guy and this, that, and the third. Um, now my thoughts on it, cause me and Abe been talking about it all week, kind of back and forth, just kind of bouncing different ideas around. And some of the stuff Kanye said, I, you know, made sense. I think in because he's he's such a pitch man and such a salesman, you got to kind of sift through like the the BS to to kind of get to what he's talking about. 
but when you do that, you you see, okay, there 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 is something there. There's some validity to what he's saying. Um, and one of the things in in which he did say, you know, in a ham-fisted kind of a way, but it it is truthful and does make sense, is um how the Thirteenth Amendment should be revised. Now he said abolished, but when you see what he was talking about, he actually meant revised. Um, for those of you who don't know, the 13th Amendment is the amendment of the Constitution that abolished slavery, except if you are imprisoned. That cute little clause, so much in there. Um, you should check out the 13th Amendment, um, or the 13th, excuse me, the um, documentary by Ava DuVernay. It's an excellent documentary on Netflix. So, well, go yeah, ahead. I mean, there's, I've there's been talking that, too much. Go there's ahead. Also, there's also a book called the new jim crow which goes into great detail uh, about yeah that goes into great detail uh about the effects of uh, the 13th amendment basically so um anyway just to get specific the 13th amendment says section one neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as a punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the United States or any place subject to the jurisdiction. In Section 2, Congress shall have power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation approved February 1st, 1865. So keep in mind, like the 10 words, it says, except as a punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted. So um, that's 10 words thereabout, but that after that, there was a, a rash of uh, convict leasing strategies where um, that led into uh, modern modern jail sentences and um, prison arrangements. But what people don't necessarily understand is that when people go to corrections facilities, they go to work. You go to work to pay your debt to society. That that's a that's a literal term where people people don't just go to jail or the prison and they just sit on their hands, they actually work. And um, sometimes they get paid pennies pennies uh, per hour. Sometimes they um, they don't get paid anything depending on the state in which that you live in. And um, <clears throat> so these aren't really penitentiaries anymore or rehabilitation places. These are punitive solely and fully. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what it always, you know, well, I mean, they what use words like penitentiary, like they, you know, when you look at the names of these facilities over over the past couple of centuries in the country, uh, they have had names that indicate that there's a rehabilitation effort going on or pen, penitence uh, needs to take place. But it's really just, you know, that, well, that's those words. Yeah, or at least well, it's manifesting now. Maybe back in the day, it was different. I doubt it. Well, I mean, it's no different than when people, when you go into work, when you go into an office, when you go in there, um, you know, like there, the people say a lot of times, oh, this is a, an environment where people can express themselves or, you know, you make friends or, you know, you may even bring in food, right? People might have a potluck, but why don't you go in there and not work, see what happens? Go into your job and not work. Just sit around. See what happens. Like the purpose purpose of, 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 of companies and jobs and, and, and when you go in there and you spend eight to ten hours a day is to 
is to is to produce produce some kind of product or service that then can be written off or sold by the entity in which you are uh, contracted to or obligated to. And in the same manner, in the same manner, prison is the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing. And I think know, there's a difference between me going to a university or to a organization and saying, I am lending you my employ versus someone who got caught and convicted and now they're caught in a box. I well, think there is a difference between the Well, the difference is, is that you have a choice of um, where you will uh, be employed to an extent, whereas when you are in prison, you have no choice, but you are employed. You are employed. Make no mistake about that. Yeah, I would agree with that to a certain you're, extent. Well, you are. That's yeah. That that is exactly what it is. You are forced to work, and if you now you get thrown in the hole. That's disobedience. Um, nobody is sitting around on purpose on prison yards. It's just not how prison works. And in fact, and in fact, that's that is exactly why um, your the the state many many of our many of our states many of our localities. I mean, municipalities, uh, our states to include our 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 interstates um, are clean, are well manicured. Yeah. Um, the sign. You notice how I always use this example: when you're at your house and it's just you living there, how long does it take for your for your kitchen to get dirty? How long? Not long. It, not long. Actually, it takes a long time, actually, because you're the only one there. All right. Well, maybe for you, but for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Not long. You know, how, yeah. how long does it take to, to for your clothes to pile up? Not long, and it's just you. But when's the last time when you were driving up the interstate, let's say around here in 95, all the way up to New York or whatever, and then you seen uh, a couch in the middle of the uh, of the highway or trash um, or, uh, you know, people throw stuff out of their cars all the time. But when's the last time you seen a whole bunch of trash on 95. When's the last time you seen a, a sign hanging down? Haven't seen it. That well, that means I mean, yeah, that somebody. All, yeah, all of that's because of you know prisoners, and um, this is what I was saying earlier about yes. Kanye's point. I think that his point was actually valid. That we should take a look at, and this is where you know when when me and A were talking earlier, where it was kind of like I. I get what he's saying, you know, the the 13th Amendment, we need to take a look at it because I know people personally who have been incarcerated. I understand the 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 things that go on to as as much as as I can understand from what I've been told by close friends who have been incarcerated. Um, who've told me things about the way that that works, how, how you get escrow and things like that in jail and when you come out, you think you have like all this money and you get like nothing. You know, I went to a state university. For those of us who went to state universities, all that furniture you were sleeping on in your dorms, that was probably made by prisoners. Most of the states use the state penitentiaries to create all of the furniture on the campuses and things like that. So that's correct. It, you know, and the state offices. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, and it's they a it's everything. a really detrimental situation. But they make everything. They make the cement that goes on the concrete that forms the roads, the reflective paint. That forms the, the 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 lines where you merge lanes. They they make everything. The signs. We try everything. to compete with China, man. You know that's the only way to compete is with slave labor. But, right? what, 
Yeah, well, that's that's that that that's absolutely that's absolutely correct. Um, but anyway, I, I interrupted. Continue. Well, not so. Here's so here's the the second part to that. So Kanye makes these statements, and he says, "Yo, we we got to look at this." But my my this opens up to like a deeper conversation, and it's you know, and it's not. I'm sorry, and it's not just competing with China. Um, I can go into that a little bit more. Just uh, uh, but I don't. I, I interrupted already. Maybe we can get back to it. <laughs> Was competing with China and Malaysia and everybody else, but no, no, no. It... Well, okay. So it's it's not necessarily competing with China. What's actually happening? What what is happening is is that our um the country the country is basically broken financially. Each state is broken financially. Each state operates in a deficit. So imagine if you every time you go into your bank account, it's in the red, and you're just trying to like spend less red. It's always in the red. That's that's what our state governments are like. And so what what the problem that we have um, is that the state, our states can't afford to do anything. They can't afford to do anything. The entire budget, the entire budget, and everything that they do is built up off of uh, tax revenue. Tax revenue is is, is shrinking uh, and shrinks. So they get subsidies from the federal government. Uh, and then, and then they try to, um, you know, still they, they they still try to still have the state function. So that 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 in order for them to afford to buy certain things or have certain things made, they they utilize their they utilize their state penitentiaries to make stuff. Oh yeah, uh, and, of course. And but so everything just, is kind of just built as off a point of clarification. The states don't operate on a deficit. The federal government does. States have to balance their budget at the end of every fiscal year. Well. In theory, as a former state employee in Maryland, no, that's that's the case. You have to every state. The federal government can operate on a deficit, but the state governments have to operate. They have to balance their budget at the end of every single fiscal year. Certainly, which is why they're subsidized by the federal government. Certainly appreciate that clarification. With that said, um, they utilize. Uh, like you said, all the products that get made and the equipment and the furniture and whatnot, it gets paid for. They they they, they pay for it and it's very che- very cheaply that which they can afford, um, and it comes through comes through prison labor much of it. So what do what do we think about Kanyezy coming out making these types of statements? Which again, to Avery's point and you know to Eva's earlier point, I think are 100 percent valid. I think we need to take a look at these things. But he's rocking the MAGA, right? So he's rocking the MAGA, and you already have half of the people that's going to tune him out because he's rocking the MAGA. And my my thought was, man, somebody should have hipped him to, maybe you rock the MAGA later after you say what you say or something like that. Because just keeping it 100 you know the the people that don't want to hear you because you're rocking the maga are not going to hear you no matter what you're saying so you end up alienating you know large segments of the population who probably need to hear the stuff that you're saying about modifying the 13th amendment because you have to build up coalitions to get their congressmen to even look at it this is a constitutional uh, you know, amendment. This, this is not just trying to go and remove an executive order that was signed last year. You know, we're we're talking about an amendment to the Constitution. So I'm just kind of like, how how wise was it 
do you guys think for him to come well, out to and wearing the the? I don't think it was wise, but I'd love to hear you you guys thoughts on on him rocking the maga and then trying to make these types of statements. Well, um, well, my response to that would be I think that you might be expecting a little bit. Uh, you might you might be expecting a little bit more than you're going to get. You might be um, expecting a little bit too much uh, from your celebrities, Amadi, with, with all with all due warranted respect. Um, you know, I know you look for your celebrities to do the right things all the time in every way, but oh my the, god, <laughs> the 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 in, in my view, in my view, um, uh, I actually try to get past the headlines and um knee-jerk responses and reactions and try to just kind of like analyze and under well analyze or at least just kind of read what he said in, in in his context uh and then um to me immediately when i saw because i think there's a bit of conflation here you talked about what happened on saturday night live and then you went into his tweets because he didn't say the same thing on saturday, at least from the record that i saw because somebody released a, a recording, an audio, uh, audio video recording of Kanye uh, afterward, of which I wouldn't necessarily call it a rap, a, a, a rant, or a diatribe. That seems to be the the um, the newsworthy speak when um, Kanye says anything uh, off script uh, or unpredicted. Uh, it's typically just kind of labeled a diatribe or rant, but I I I got from when he said when he said uh, about the thirteenth thirteenth amendment, and I'll just go ahead and read it. Uh, he said, uh, "Where is it?" He's been okay. So it says, uh, "This represents good and America becoming whole again," which was a photo of his of the make him wearing a "Make America Great Again" hat. This represents good in America becoming whole again. We will no longer outsource to other countries. We build factories here in America and create jobs. We will provide jobs for all who are free from prisons as we abolish the 13th Amendment. Message sent with love. My my view on that is uh, I say, you know, let's not let's not get distracted um, by the messenger or even like little triggers in here. Uh, the fact of the matter is, is that we live in a transaction-based society, and um, not a not a society where there's "quote unquote" racial harmony. That 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 has not been the case. <laughs> uh, but uh, here here's, here here is someone who is focusing on the thing in which that um, everybody actually truly cares about, and that's the creation uh, of jobs. He also spoke about he he he. he he spoke of how he wanted to provide work for uh, prisoners or ex-prisoners, which rare, you rarely hear an A-list celebrity speak on that. Uh, and he spoke on abolishing the 13th Amendment, which was um, what you were referring about when you say ham-fisted, which really he kind of, he met amended and, and he wrote a subsequent tweet talk, um, um, correcting his statement. Uh, but, you know, I, 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 would, I would warn I will warn anyone from uh, just reading one tweet and walking away and forming an hour's worth of thought based off of uh, 140 characters. He says a lot more than that. 
um, it would it would be valuable to look up the Thirteenth Amendment. Also, if you were interested, just to kind of check out more of what Kanye was saying, um, because on uh, Saturday Night Live he was talking about um, how uh, how men have been removed from the homes of black families ever since the 1960s um, due to um, democratic policy. He said that on Saturday Night Live. And that, and that is what got stamped as a diatribe and a rant and what uh, Don Lemon was calling BS and Van Jones and all those sousy people. I just wanted to say that there's a, one thing that has always been strange to me about that, um, and, I, and I really need clarification uh, concerning it, is that when people say that democratic policies ran black men away from their families, uh, what they tend to focus on is uh, the welfare state and, and those black families that needed um, government assistance and used as a prerequisite for that assistance that a man, not a working man, not be in the household because it was assumed by the government that such a family with two working parents would not need government help. And so when people say that black men were run away from their families and because of these types of democratic uh, policies, uh, it led to the breakup of the black family the, the reason that that always has brought that that's always brought a question mark into my mind is because it seems to assume that most black families were in the situation to receive uh, government aid anyway. And so right. I could understand that that, you know, could be something, a major force that sent black men away from families so that their women and their children could get aid from the government. But but numerically and in terms of percentages, most black families weren't on welfare. So what is yeah. the rest of the story? Uh, yes, that is correct. Uh, in so much as um, uh, many black families did not need it. Uh, that was actually something that was, uh, it was discouraged. The welfare state was, um, a welfare policy by Lyndon Baines Johnson was actually discouraged. I'm trying to find trying to find the man's name um, of course it's going to come to me after we're off this podcast you're talking about daniel moynihan talking about yeah, the moynihan. yeah 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 that guy yeah so let me ask a question daniel could, I, could I say all that this. stuff wearing wearing a clue klutz clan hood well so now here's the thing here's here's the thing where i kind of like stand up a little bit when well, i stand up but i i challenge i I gracefully, I gracefully and respectfully push back a little bit on equating a "Make America Great," "Make America Great Again" hat with a Ku Klux Klan hood. Um, <laughs> when you and I know what you're saying, you probably don't do that, but you're saying you think that a, a significant portion of the country does that. Of course, um, not go. most, but a significant portion of the country does that. Um, and and to that. I say, yeah, you know, in, in, in some respects, uh, the hat would be a distraction. Um, at the same time, though, um, I think that uh, I would say that, you know, I, I, I would say that at some point, um, at, at, at some point, there's a, there's a level of ridicul- ridiculousness um, that you... Um, I mean, it's just a, it's a level of ridiculousness that 
if you uh, if you if you abide by it, then you you would be you you would be censoring you you would be you're being censored at, through shaming tactics, where um, a hat a red hat that says "Make America Great Again" um, is actually and this is on face value uh, is in the best interest of every American. No, I don't own a MAGA hat. Uh, I'm just saying at face value. It's um, you know, I mean, it's just it's just a red hat. It's it's all of that definition. All that definition comes through media equating that to uh, Ku Klux Klan's Ku Klux Klan hoods. That that that's, that would be my response to that. I hear you, and my my point is is not to try to equate the the hood of the KKK to a MAGA hat. Um, I know that there are people there. There are liberals that will try to make that stretch, and that's why I actually appreciate our show because you know, like I said, I'm neither liberal nor conservative. I'm 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 neither. I'm a son of God, but there are those liberals that will try to do that. And my my point in bringing that up is, is it is it wise? That's the point in bringing up. Can you can you wear what you want to wear? Of course you can. This is a quote unquote free country. You know. I'm actually mm-hmm. on the I'm, I'm actually on the video so you can see my my air quotes now but yeah. you know it's it's a quote unquote free nation so can he go out there wearing a maga hat sure um but is it the wisest thing to do when I'm going to try to put out a message that really crosses many spectrums and I want to get as many people as a part of my coalition as as possible oh. yeah so, but you know I so my he, if if he wants to wear the hat, that's fine. But then what he can't do, and I think what is foolish to do, is to then be surprised when liberals and people of that ilk get up in arms. Like, I can't be surprised if, if they get up in arms if in an election season, this is, a, remember we talked about this a couple weeks ago, this is election season. You walking around rocking the MAGA, you cannot be shocked if liberals are going to be like, yo, Kanye's lunching, he's rocking the MAGA, and he went on his rant on SNL. Have you seen any evidence of him being shocked? I don't know Kanye West, so I'm not... I don't know if he's shocked personally. I'm talking about people having a shocked response to people going off on Kanye. Because if you go to Twitter, people are going off on Kanye. And there are people who are responding to the people who are going off on Kanye. And the people who are responding are defending his actions, similarly to some of the things that you were just saying. So to the defenders of Kanye's stance, I would say, why are you surprised? The people who are responding are merely responding out of the emotions in seeing a black hip hop artist wearing a Make America Great Again hat. Like so, optics are a thing. We've talked about so, this before with the pastors and the the uh, John Gray interview with Don Lemon and how people were so surprised. And it's like people still don't get someone as you know savvy as Kanye West. I would I, I would think him and his camp would you know re- realize that the optics are gonna look a certain kind of way, and they should probably just be like, look, if we want to do this. We got to just go ahead and do it, but we cannot, you know, be surprised if the MSNBCs of the world, you know what I mean? Those people are up well, in arms. So I, I I, didn't see what you're talking about, Amadi, and I, I drilled down and I, I read through a lot of uh, Twitter comments. I saw celebrities doing what celebrities do. A lot of uh, leftist celebrities 
cry uh, um, uh, whenever you talk about any kind of um, uh, in anything that exerts any kind of um, alpha energy. Uh, a lot of a lot of leftists and liberals uh, cry over that. But well, I wouldn't call I, what Kanye did alpha energy. But proceed. Okay, so <clears throat> well, he still he did he he he. If you uh, 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 you know, you stand up for something that that actually makes sense, not just what you believe in, but uh, it actually made some sense in the face of uh, in the face of a lot of um, in the face of a lot of people who want uh, uh, want people to be want people to quote unquote be able to do whatever it is that they want, which you know all things may be lawful, but not everything is expedient. Um, when, a, when when somebody starts talking about what actually should be done, so on and so forth, uh, that is against that is against um, mainstream Hollywood thought. There tends to be a there tends to be a big Hollywood reaction of which it was. But I'm not when I when I was looking at stuff, I didn't I didn't stop at Hollywood responses. I actually tried to read regular people's responses, and I and I found that a lot of the outrage. Is actually coming from those blue check marks. Uh, a lot of just regular accounts that I saw uh, saying that they per- they understood perfectly well what Kanye was trying to say, and then that they then they agreed. And and, and I've read some that expounded further about the issue. Oh, so you trying uh, to come back it, on Twitter? Is is that what you're saying? Oh uh, man, I'm not. I'm, Twitter's not. You know, these are public accounts. You can just go and look. You don't have to log into Twitter to see that. I I, I know it's hard to believe that. Um, there's a world that exists outside of social media, Amadi, and that you can actually peer in without having it being tapped into your cranium and to your spinal cord, but it is possible, brother. It's possible. Ooh, and you pulled so, a government name out on me. Okay, okay. Oh, man, yeah, I'm just doxing. Excuse me. Okay. Excuse me. Hey. But, <laughs> but, uh, but, my, but what I'm saying is is that, you know, these people can't be surprised. I, I, I mean... I don't know. I'm not exactly sure who you are referring to. Maybe you actually can recall this. I'm not sure if you're recalling some specific responses, but I saw overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly the responses that I saw actually made me feel good that that a lot of people were uh, seeing what he was talking about because really he's he didn't invent this thought. This has been this thought has been something that has been talked about for a long time. All he did was give it more of a platform. And for these Hollywood celebrities to get to to call him to say he knows very little about very little, like David Cross said that, is basically calling him dumb or ignorant or nigger. That's that's essentially what he's calling them without calling him that. Or with Chris Evans saying all of those uh, twenty syllable words, but never actually responding to the issue at hand that Kanye was talking about. This goes to show you that um, there are a lot of people who um, don't want black men to speak up about their own condition they just want us to go along with the things in which that they're interested in um again i'm not talking about Mm -hmm. what kanye said i mean i think you're conflating the two i'm not talking about what kanye said i i I actually have no problem with what he said i I spoke i was speaking about the reaction yeah but that's that's what i'm saying you're conflating the two i don't think their reactions actually were to what he said which is why they didn't really I mention just, what he said. I, 
I specifically read, I just said, I specifically read reactions that As were reacting I. to what he said. And these reactions are not blue check mark reactions. I'm talking about regular people's reactions, not blue check mark reactions. I wasn't checking for blue check marks, but when I was going through the, the day that he did it and it was trending, that was the day that I sent it to y'all. And I was like, okay, nobody, similar to what just, t- similar to, to your point, nobody was actually, the, the detractors, I should say, nobody mm-hmm. was detracting from the thing that he said. They, yes. were de- they were detracting from the optics. Those are two different things. And that's, Which I'm, they'll always do. <laughs> and so that's why I'm not conflating the two. My my point in saying is just as much as the thing, the, the content of what we say, I think we have to be wise. And this goes into a, a deeper conversation. I'm just, I'm not sure in in many instances that celebrities are the best conduits for this type of information um, because the optics are a as you know they are a vital part of a message that's why they put covers on books you know they don't just throw the pages out there they put a cover they hire illustrators they put art on books because optics are important to try well, yeah, to I bypass mean, it, optics to only get to the content i think is naive and foolish and so i don't think well, that, celebrities themselves are literally optics which is That's why I don't the think they're the best conduits for, you know, heavy, heavy, heavy information. I mean, something like the modification of the 13th Amendment, I'm like, yo, Kanyezy, are you sure you are the the best person to talk about this? You might be passionate about it. Okay, I thank you for your passion. But you're going to stumble out there with the MAGA joint, then I got to deal with all of that. Like, I don't need that baggage. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just come in and talk about the joint. But you come out there with the MAGA, you bringing in more baggage that we got to kind of sift through. And so rather than having to sift through that baggage, we don't really get a chance to talk about the actual thing because you got to deal with liberals talking about the MAGA and this and that and the third. And it's like, yo, I really don't care. Like, I don't care about either. Like, I don't have enough energy for either. Um, but you have to kind of sift through that now because the manner in, in which he went about making the, the appeal. You know, nothing wrong with the appeal, but it's kind of like, bro, you could probably do that in a little bit more tactful way. So that that was my whole point. I, I think it's kind of similar to, you know, we had chit-chatted about this earlier. It's kind of similar to the... Um, you know, in a not not exactly similar, but it it has shades of similarity to Kaepernick, because it's like you know you alienate a certain group of people who are not going to want to hear what you got to say anymore, and it's like well, uh, similarly nobody was talking about his issue, which was police brutality. Nobody was talking about allegedly. that. Allegedly, they're all talking about the protest. They're all talking well, yes. about him taking a knee. You see what I'm saying? So well, before well, we can even well, get to the meat, now we got to sift through all the conservative right-wing people that's coming out here with all, just like just like what you're saying, all the blue checks. We got to sift through all the blue checks that's going to be coming for the, the kneeling as opposed to dealing with the actual issue. Right. So so in, in some respects, it's in parallel. Some respects, I don't think it's necessarily exactly exactly the same i would not um equate uh somebody wearing a a red hat 
on a extremely liberal TV show, um, clearly advocating um, for like clearly speaking, speak, clearly speaking, or articulating a real problem and a real issue. Uh, and that is, um, and that is, that is a uh, 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 groupthink and challenging groupthink, being very clear about that and broadcasting how Democrats uh, sell out black people for votes. That's something that's been going on for years. Like very few people have the, uh, have the, have the heart to, to actually do that. And then to continue that conversation for several days afterward. And I mean, it's not like he, started it then this is something that the guy's been talking about for a very long time versus someone who barely even speaks and not only now not only someone who barely even speaks not trying to turn it to a Kaepernick conversation it's just that Kaepernick is is far from far from far from articulate the guy hasn't said anything in years uh and uh he is doing something that could be uh uh considered treasonous on uh on some level in some respect or, or, or flirting with it and that's uh that is um disrespecting the flag and um and so uh so yeah so and in fact you could even make the connection that a lot of a lot of um a lot of the ire that uh that make america great again hack gets is due to seeds that were sown uh, because of uh, because of because of uh, protests against the flag, so uh, I, I'm I'm not sure if you could that that makes any kind of correlation in your head, but I think that uh, you know I will I will kind of respond to that in that way. But I get I get I get the idea of you know you do something whether it's a flag or whether it's a hat or whatever, like in somebody's mind in the you know in in somebody's mind driven by emotion, they, they, they tend to block out anything that you, you know, have to say after that. Again, I want to be clear, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick didn't have much to say after what he was doing, but uh, in general, I, I understand what you're saying. So anyway, that's, you know, ladies and gentlemen. But, you know, in just coming around third base here, I mean, as you guys know, I, I would just say if you have a serious, serious uh, thing that you want to get in the public square and you well, want to get celebrities behind you, I would probably suggest that you have them as your silent benefactor uh, behind the scenes a la, uh, what's the dude name? The dude who was financing Martin Luther King. I forget his name. He just slipped my mind. Oh gosh. Uh, Harry, Harry Belafonte. Belafonte. There was more than, more than him financing. I'm uh, just Martin using that as an example. Um, but anyway, we always thank you guys for rocking with us. So we want to, you know, take this on a Take this out on a test drive. See how this sounds here, um, and we hope we hope that this comes out good. And uh, if and if it does, then you're going to hear more podcasts like this. If not, then I'm gonna have to get Eve a bus ticket and and uh, get her get her back down to the DMV. Bus. I don't oh. know about a bus. Oh, she's too good nah, for the bus. I'm sorry. Bus. I, I gotta get Eve a lift. I gotta get Eva <laughs> a, a Uber all the way down bus. here. Yeah, yeah. Monster Eve, you can sign up for Uber and you can just drop somebody down so you can pay for the gas. <laughs> make that would make sense. As always, you know, whether it's it's uh Kanyezy or Capraneezy or any other silly people out here doing silly things, we 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 gonna talk about it because that's what we do. And no matter what we talk about, we're gonna always work to keep God in the mix. So 
for Eve and Avery. This is AJ. Oh, man. Saying my name. Oh, man. I'm sorry, man. You don't realize that you just said my name for 44 episodes. You don't realize that? Let's get started. I won't cheat you. Let me set apart who is my people. The ones who set in their heart to be believers. Press on to the mark to follow Jesus. When it gets hard, they be seeking the leaders. Fathers that help them heal when they are beaten. Or help them see the meaning when they're grieving. Don't follow their feelings that are being misleading.